This is Frank Skinner, MBE on Absolute Radio with the commoner Emily Dean and the colonial Pierre Novelli. Um, you can text the show at 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I mean, wow. Can you believe it? <laughs> No, I can't believe I'm a commoner. No. I know, it is shocking. If someone came in here and said, spot the commoner, (laughs) I don't think you'd be the first choice, but you know. You are, I have to say, Frank, worryingly good at keeping secrets, I'm discovering. Mm. Ah, yes. Because... I mean, I would have had it everywhere, wouldn't you, Pierre? It would have been on the correspondence cards already. The credit card would have been changed. The quote that people have used mainly, I've noticed, in um, when they talk about veteran comic Frank Skinner (laughs) getting MBE, um, is that um, I said I didn't tell anyone because I was concerned it might be an administrative error. But it wasn't a joke. I actually did think, what could be worse, as, <laughs> as Oliver Hardy would say, than to tell everyone you've got an MBE and then it was like the man who did Skinner's dog food, you know, that thing for working dogs. <laughs> and then, and on the day, like I've always, my heart has always bled for the, the woman from Rod Stewart's Hot Legs video, <laughs> who, um, whose only her legs appear... Uh, Imagine she said to her mum and dad, oh, I'm going to be in the Rod Stewart video, really excited, family gather round MTV that night, and then it's just her legs. So I didn't want to be that girl. No, you didn't no. want to be... I know someone who was airbrushed off a magazine cover once. Exactly. That's not... There's true. many a uh, slip, twixt, cop and lip. That's the way I saw it. <laughs> so eventually I thought I'd better tell my partner. I'll tell her the day before. I was anxious about telling Kath because... Why? Well, as you know, she's the woman who, when I said I was playing... Um, at the Albert Hall in front of the Queen and said, do you, do you want to come? And she said, who else is on? <laughs> so she keeps my feet on the ground, I think. Um, some might say my face. Um, she keeps my face on the ground. No, um, so I told Kath, I said, look, um, I've got an award. And she said, oh, what is it? I said, it's an MBE. And she said... Oh. And what do you think about that? (laughs) I I said, I'm pleased about it. And she went, oh, okay. How was that? That's... That was that conversation. Did she seriously respond? She honestly did, yeah. I I love her. That's like a teacher, so how do you think that exam Exactly, exactly. (laughs) But what was I supposed to say? I'll tell you what it is as well, Pierre. It's when people come back to come to the show and say afterwards, how did you think it went? Oh, no. Um, Famously, of course, the go back after the show and say, well, you've done it again, is the famous <laughs> one, which is... Uh... That's, she's saving that up for when you get the, uh, the OBE. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so it was... Um, other than that, I got lots of very, very nice texts from people in this room. Um, on the day, I, I was once um, 
incarcerated in a house for three days. And if you remember, there was a programme called The Bobble. Oh, yeah, you did it with Vicky Corran, didn't you? I did it, yeah. I, yeah, I did it twice. The first time with uh, Vicky Corran... No, the, the the one that went out was with uh, I never call her Vicky actually Sorry, it was Victoria yeah. Corran Mitchell and um, and and Reg D Hunter oh yeah and um, the idea is you're locked away in a house for like three days with no phone no telephone no radio and when you come out they ask you news stories whether they're real or or not real. And we, when we got our phones back, the researcher handed my phone back, um, reeling. She was reeling. And she said, I just wanted to say you've been away for four days and you've had um, four texts and three emails <laughs> in that time. <laughs> And of course, I said, "Well, I've told people I wouldn't be a vet, but I, did, I thought, no, that's my average. That that's nicely averaged out." And but on on the day it was announced, I got like seventy texts and emails, and I thought, "How do popular people get anything done?" It's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so you know when they say um, that success makes people unpopular. Mm. I think being unpopular might make people successful because they got more time on their hands. It's, it's uh, honestly I, I just I answered them all, you know. But gosh, did you? Oh, that's adorable. Full-time job. People I hadn't heard of from like 25 years. Still not paying them back. So, yes, we're talking about the royal story everyone's talking about. <laughs> yep. My MBE. <laughs> well, Ruth Jordan, uh, just to interject here, one of our regulars, good to hear Kath is keeping Frank's feet on the ground. Yes. Remember, Frank, you ain't no Tontonomo Sharif. No, that's... That, I think he actually said Sheriff. Yes, she did say Sheriff. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't help but pronounce it properly. No. Seriously, though, Frank, we love you. Praise Redacted. Oh, that's lovely. Um, We've had all sorts of people getting in touch. I can't even... But just uh, just uh, one notable I'd like to mention is the Pope's Grotto Trust. OK. Many congratulations to Frank on the radio from all of us here at Pope's Grotto Preservation Trust. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. I was in there not long ago. Whatever that is, it's wonderful. The grotto. I know it is Alexander Pope. Yeah, he had a, he had a grotto. Yeah. Alexander Pope, in order to save himself a few... He was an 18th century poet, in case you don't know him. Um, he bought a plot of land that had a main road going through the middle of it. So oh. he didn't want to be uh, waiting for carriages to go past <laughs> to get into his garden. So he built a tunnel underneath the road and then he thought you know I could do something with this tunnel I don't want to leave it like some sort of urban subway he thought to himself and so he, he covered it in uh, the inside of it in minerals and, and stuff like that friends would bring him I mean friends did things that you wouldn't want to do now they brought him like a big chunk of the giant's causeway back and he stuck that on the wall <laughs> 
But he used to do light shows in there. So it's all a bit Jean-Michel oh, Jarre in Pope's Jean- Grotto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nice idea, though. If you live sort of like on the other side of a dual carriageway or something, do you think you could do that? You might have to get the planning permission these days. Yeah, you probably would nowadays. Oh. You don't want to weaken the structure of the road. <laughs> no, or sort of take a chunk of the White Cliffs of Dover and sellotape it on. He set up uh, a camera obscura in there, in fact. So I think through the keyhole, with the um, addition of a few mirrors, you could watch the boats going down the Thames on the wall of his grotto. God. What a guy he was. The original man's cave. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Absolutely brilliant summary. I wish you'd been with me on the documentary (laughs) for that line. Is it too late to add it? Did you have have a sort of helmet with two sort of drink holders and straws going into his mouth, but they were full of claret or (laughs) cognac or something? And everyone who came in had to be called bro. He had all sorts of... Yeah, canary wine. That's what always gets referred to in that when you read it. And I had a flagon, not a flagon, and we drank canary wine. What is that? Must be from the Canaries. Yellow, yellow. Stuff. Yellow, yeah. Pierre asked a question, mm. and I quite liked it. Frank said during the break, you have to, well, we'll discuss this, because you'd like to save things for our listeners, which I really like. Mm. How did you hear the news? Well, you get an email. You do. From So an email just comes, a random email from the Honours and Appointments Secretariat, which I thought I was uh, got contact from Soviet Russia. <laughs> and um, comrade, yeah, it's it's from the cabinet offices. Was the the head the head the sort of address on the email? And uh, I thought well, I imagine them with a big map. You know, a massive map pushing like an MB there and a knighthood <laughs> over there. Yeah, you see, so I, I would have been suspicious. It wasn't like MBs at waitrose.com or something, was it? It was a proper yeah, email. I was address. gonna no. I was gonna say that, oh, that it could my, have been a scam. My <laughs> suspicions would have been just ten thousand dollars transferred to this Oh yes, exactly. Western uh, yeah. bank account. <laughs> oh my fabulous news, I've won a Nigerian MBE. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get someone's brother out of the country first, remember. <laughs> so anyway, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you in a minute oh, okay. what, what, it, what it said. on Absolute Radio. You know what I love? The pause. You've now got an inbuilt pause into your Frank name. Frank Skinner, A caesura, as they call it in poetry. So, um... Yeah, so I got my uh, email from the uh, Honours and Appointments <laughs> Secretariat... And they they did a bit of a teaser on me. Can you believe it? I never associate the cabinet office with a teaser. <laughs> but um, well, this how are you is addressed, dear sir. I wrote this down. It said, um, "This is what the letter, you know, the main email said." Please find an important letter rega- regarding the 2023 New Year's Honours list attached to this email. So it doesn't tell you on the main email. You've got to go into the attachment. <laughs> and I thought, what if I'd just got in it and said, uh, Brian May got a knighthood? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> and it was just gossip. <laughs> I thought that would be so cruel because I've really built my hopes up. So you go into it and um, you have to, there's a form to fill in. Um, yeah, you have to fill a form in. They say congratulations and all that. Uh, fill this form. It, it says paying particular attention to the spelling of your name. And I thought, well, you, could, you could Google me. 
And the the thing, the main thing, oh, then you have to um, you have to highlight every square that's got a palace in it <laughs> to show that you're not a robot. <laughs> no, I made that bit up. But um, yeah, so uh, that that's the the thing that you have to open the attachment, and then it tells you, and then you have to fill in a form and and send that off. And then right. does it ask for your credit card details? Yeah, yeah well, I know. Yeah, I know it's it a war. It sounds like such a scam, Frank. Yeah. Also, I thought, check the spelling. Why don't you Google me? Just Google me and then make it a big surprise on the day. Anyway, it didn't happen. What happens if it goes to spam? Do they try again? Do they ring oh, you? Oh, yeah. Could it, what if it's gone to junk? Man, thought of that. <laughs> also, they use the word investiture a lot in the... Uh, and then we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch about your investiture. All right. <laughs> See, so, so speak soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was um, that you can see my my why my doubts set in. Yeah, because it was it just didn't feel fair. I thought, uh, you know, when you have those blokes uh, associated with the royals and they play a very young, a very they play a very long bugle. But it's not just a, a, bugle, a horn thing, but it's got like, um, it's got drapery hanging from it. You know what I mean? It's got like there's, a big tapestry on yeah, it. Yeah, there's a banner element. Yeah, I thought... Oh, I love that. It unfurls. It's got like a mini... Well, it's, it's a bugle pendant. Yeah. I thought there'd be a man with a bugle pen would, would turn up. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I, I didn't think it'd be an email saying, can you fill this form in and make sure you spell your name right? There'd, there'd be a knock on the door and, and marks would be left by the heavy rings. Yeah, of whatever yes. equerry was <laughs> exactly black watch. I thought would come round. I want horses. I want livery. Mm-hmm. But now it's very, very understated. The whole. So uh, when you responded, did, were you just thinking? Well, the letter said to Christopher Graham Collins, which is my birth name, and I yeah. thought, well, don't give him. What's he getting one for? <laughs> what having sherry for breakfast? It's got him an MBE. <laughs> um, so I thought, I hope they don't announce it as Christopher Graham Collins. That's going to be a head scratcher for the public. Oh, no. Yeah. You don't want yeah. the GC being announced. Yeah, I don't no. want my, uh, my former landlady tracking me down. <laughs> 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 After my rather abrupt exit. <laughs> so, yeah, you f- so I filled in the form. And it's one of those things when you have to sign it, you know, and you have to sign online, one of those things. Oh, I would have wanted my signature right for that because that could end up on royal documentation, Frank. I know, but it's not easy with your finger. You know, you have to sign with your finger. Oh, did you do that? Yeah, I don't have a stylus at my... uh, Oh, how did it look? All right. No, it didn't look anything like it. It's all pixelated and blocky. Yeah. It looked more like Grace and Perry. Oh, I don't know if that's where the mix-up came. <laughs> oh, the Perry boy, he got one. He got, yes. What about Sir Brian Harold May? Harold? Is that his middle yes. name? Yes. Do you know Brian May? Not personally. <laughs> well, thanks for the tip. That was the, that was the punchline. <laughs> Just helping. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. By the way, the, I think my um, the family reaction, mm. my son, who's uh, ten and a half, mm. bars, it was slightly. Um, I my the excitement was slightly undermined that he got um, he got a response from a comment he'd made about um, a metal dad um, 
YouTube video. I don't know if you're aware of Metal Dad. Metal Dad is a, a, a large man, I think that's the word we have to use nowadays, who, who sits in one of those park and knoll chairs in oh. his socks and plays fantastic heavy metal guitar riffs. Right. And uh, Boz um, sent him a comment on YouTube about um, Iron Maiden. Uh, he said, um, this guy said, oh, I remember when I first saw Iron Maiden. And Boz said, oh, I'm, I'm going to see him this year. That'll be the first time I've seen him. And Metal Dad responded, and Boz was much more excited than he was about the NBA. <laughs> I mean, much, much more. Is Metal Dad a YouTube sensation? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting involved. Check him out. I'm getting involved. Is he UK-based? No, he's, he's a USA. Oh, OK. I was, I was picturing a very American sort of living room when you were describing yes, it. Yes. He's one I think you might call in America. Um, he doesn't just play floor fillers. He is one. <laughs> oh. So he's, he's a big, he looks like a big old dad, yeah. which I assume what he is, but yeah. he plays an amazing axe. Oh. Is he what uh, uh, a lady on a holiday uh, once referred to her partner this way? Is he, uh, we have an hombre grande with us. Oh, yes, he is an hombre he's grande. An hombre grande. Oh, okay. Very, very much so. So I think the highlight of my whole MB experience, I won't go on, on about this forever, I probably will refer to it in occasionally, is that I was in mass on Sunday morning and the priest said, at the, right at the end of the mass, our, our PP, the parish priest, said... And we've got some lovely news to end with. One of our parishioners, as he said, has received an award from the sovereign. <laughs> That's what he said. And um, sounds like a part of the Canterbury Tales. Yeah. yeah. And I thought he won't name me, but he did name me. I was there, and everybody applauded. And I have to stand there while you know oh. no one else was. Oh. Everyone else was applauding. It was great. I was. I think it's the first time I've blushed since the seventies. <laughs> but um, it was it was great. That I was... love one of our parishioners. It's like sort of Cranford mm. or something. I know, yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, it was lovely. I did uh, I did like that. I'm I'm so thrilled for you. I was genuinely so happy, Frank. But, oh. but mm. I'm sorry. There's always there's always a big bot with Emily. There is in my house. <laughs> um, I do, there's, there's just one thing out of deep friendship and love I say this. Okay. And you know it's never good after that. No, <laughs> I'm braced. <laughs> I'm in the braced position. I just would ask if you could, we could have just a brief consultation about um, attire. Well. Prior to the ceremony, because I've just got concerns. You've got a jacket. Uh, it's a Caramac Life on Mars leather jacket. No, I'm... Uh, you have to go to Moss Bros and get... You have to wear the old, uh, you know, the top hat and tails mm. thing. I think that's the I'm idea. I'm getting married in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might be singing that. Um, Just so, don't yeah, that'll wear be good. the leather jacket, please. OK, I won't. <laughs> Can I um, say also, um, John Lennon, of course, claimed that they smoked a marijuana in the toilets at Buckingham Palace, which the other Beatles said, oh, we seem to have forgotten that. <laughs> So we'll never know. But uh, I should say congratulations. This is me saying, I'm not. I'm going to stop talking about the MBE now. But um, uh, congratulations to Yolanda Brown from Jazz FM, who, um, who also got an MBE and who I've 
has interviewed me and who I've interviewed and who is very, very lovely. And I've also also seen her entertain at, uh, a whole bunch of kids at the O2 Centre. She's fantastic. So, um, so some people deserved it. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Yeah, I feel I feel happy that I've uh, plugged Metal Dad on the program. Yeah. <laughs> Still- well, it's amazing to think that you get these comments and they can be replied to, and it is a real thrill. But um, I've I've speaking as someone who's put his own stand up on YouTube. Oh yes, long form as well, over uh, about an hour of it. I got a comment. I'd done a sort of routine about sort of gaining a lot of weight and and how that feels and just as a part of the silly joke oh your shoes feel tighter you know yeah. silly imagery and there was one of the comments addressing that saying pray it isn't gout <laughs> wow alright <laughs> Henry VIII yeah. got to uh... it was the most perfect reaction to a stand up I think bit. people with gout in my experience they don't it, I think it's uh, it's one of those things where people if you I'm amazed we've gone this far following the G word without someone saying apparently it's really painful yeah. <laughs> that is what you have to say about gout as if it's uh, exclusively painful it doesn't sneak up on you yeah so gouties um, uh, tend not to be light hearted about it I no. find oh. well, I think they're called gouties gouties <laughs> Or are they goutees? It's a difficult, difficult... A goutee is what uh, people from your neck of the woods call a sort of uh, musketeer's facial hair. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) My boy, um, Hank Wheat, was rather a a cheery chap. Hank Wheat? Oh, yes. I don't know who that is. Oh, I see, I see. I thought he was some big uh, corn billionaire. I'm afraid it's my father used to refer to Henry V as uh, Hank's a Hank. Did he? Yes. Did he, we... to, did he ever say Stratford <laughs> Uponovan? No. I'm glad to hear that. No. Um, but Hank, we, he, he was, I would say he's in the gout suffering chair, mm. Henry VIII. With his leg up. Mm. Well, I don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> Was that had they already started putting the giant bandage on in those days, or is that something that came with Hal Roach films? I'm yeah. afraid there was a story which um, I mean I don't know. Obviously, none of us know. But apparently, when they opened the casket, it, I'm afraid the smell was. Um, it, think, it, things were in a terrible state okay. as a result. Don't open the casket. Though. That's always my. Never open advice. it, Frank. Frank, we've heard from John Hopkins. Can I start, sorry, speaking of the band, while we're on the bandage front, I'm sure I've mentioned on the show before, but maybe Pierre doesn't know that one of my dreams is to sit in a dentist's waiting room with a bandage <laughs> yes. round my face, <laughs> knotted on top of the head. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's actually ever done that. That would make me so happy. It's oh, the little okay. things in life. Sorry, Em. Hopkins. Hopkins. Congratulations to Frank on his well-deserved award. Big. It got me wondering, though, is Frank the first person to win Rear of the Year and get an MBE? What Ooh. an illustrious club that must be. I would be surprised if that's the case. Borders? I, I don't know if Borders did it, but when I, well, I shared... You know, every year it's a man and a woman for mm. balance. Mm. And I, I got it with Carol Smiley... I'd be surprised if Carol Smiley hasn't got some sort of honour. Is your form no, of Carol a- definitely Carol? <laughs> is your form of address technically now Frank Skinner R Y M B E? 
Well, because I'm afraid of the... Yeah, no, I don't. I'm quite modest about it. <laughs> you should see the award I got. It's the biggest award I've ever got for anything. It's like the ladies' singles plate at uh, Wimbledon. Oh, it's a right. massive silver plate. Oh, really? Yeah, engraved, beautifully engraved. <laughs> yeah. They really, the rolls on the arse, as it were, are um, <laughs> beautiful. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Uh, this is uh, Frank Skinner, MBE, on Absolute Radio with Emily. D- I'm going to do it this week. This week I'm going to do it yeah. every time. Okay. Uh, with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli, you can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. I watched a documentary about Henry VIII. Well, actually, it was, it was more about. Um, Cromwell, Thomas Cromwell. And uh, the guy who did it is quite a well-known academic historian. He wrote a a, a big, fat book about the Reformation and stuff. Did he call it the big, fat book about the Reformation? I wish he had called it that. That would have drawn me in, because I'd have thought (laughs) I was getting my money's worth. Um, But he insisted through an hour-long BBC4 documentary on saying Anne Bolin. Oh, no. Yeah, and he was... I mean, this is obviously something he... This is not a bloke who wouldn't be using the word Anne Bolin regularly. He obviously thinks that's wrong, Anne Bolin. Yes, he's obviously consulted the texts and he's decided we're all wrong. Yeah, he's seen the original... uh, I I like him. He's quite a contrarian. I think he might be a nice friend for you, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) It's the sort of thing you'd do. May I, um, I present Star Wars? Ah, yes. Oh, well... I'd love to see you present Star Wars. <laughs> anyway, um, we haven't talked... About, oh, I talked about all the emails and texts I oh, got. Yes. Um, but my favourite um, email that I got over the whole Christmas period was nothing to do with the MBE. It was from um, my dear friend Baroness Bakewell, who sent me an email that said, I'm watching the World Cup. Would you mind explaining the term assist? <laughs> 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 oh, I loved it. it well, I sent back quite an elaborate yeah. um, explanation with examples. Oh. Yeah, that's sort of like commentary via telegram or something, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? <laughs> oh, I love it when a dame texts an MBE. Yeah. Well, there's some people just assume that you know this. Like, I th- that shows thing? why she's so good, such an intelligent woman. Yeah, because because she is not afraid to ask not questions. Not afraid to ask. I agree with that. Well, let me. I, I'm not. I don't want an answer to this, but. Why is there so much stuff on the news about American politics? Mm. And am I supposed to understand the <laughs> midterms and the votes for the... What is he? The speaker. The speaker yeah. Please don't get me on the caucuses, because I yeah, haven't got time. exactly, the caucuses. <laughs> Who cares about that stuff? I'm fine for them to care. Do you think they have stuff about by-elections and stuff on American television? Yeah. Definitely no. We're live from Hartlepool. Yeah. <laughs> where the local council is... Yeah, I don't think so. I think you'll find it's Hartlepool. Hartlepool, yeah. 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 Yes, and now yeah. for uh, viewers, what is an alderman? <laughs> yeah. It's... Um, they, they don't... No, nor should they care. No. So don't, don't keep telling us about the midterms. I'm yeah. sure up about it. If I want to know that, I just ask I want Pierre. to know. I want to know who the president is, and if he says anything very significant, you yeah. know, fine. Yeah. I don't want to know about the 14 
attempts to get the speaker of the... No. <laughs> in terms of... Um, Shut up. <laughs> in terms of Shut mispronounced up. names, yeah. the guy for whom Mount Everest is named apparently spent his whole life really tetchily correcting people because it's Everest. <laughs> really? And so his greatest oh. monument is... Can a... I say he's fighting a losing battle there? <laughs> yeah. Eventually you have to give up. Yeah. You? Jimmy Hill, the, the famous football uh, pundit, stuck with... Cantona for about half a season with Eric yeah. Cantona before he finally he did give in in the end. I but like when and you stick balling. With come no. off it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we should we should uh, we should talk Christmas, New Year, and that's what we normally do on this show. If there hasn't been some enormous other event that's happened to distract us from our, our business, I was going to say our basic business. I and mean, what meagre thing- offerings have we got? Mm, yeah, well, come on, guys. Well, don't where feel were our men in gold capes with orbs calling us? <laughs> well, I haven't had that yet. I'll, keep you, po- I'll keep you posted on the investiture. <laughs> That'll be a whole episode. <laughs> Um, let's. I don't know who's doing it. Let's hope it's not Sophie Wessex. Hashtag <laughs> Orcs. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Bilbo Bakewell. Oh, yes. Has been in touch. I just wanted to say thank you for mentioning Metal Dad. I've never heard of him before, but I looked him up and he's brilliant. And he now has one new subscriber. I can totally see why Buzz likes him. I've made a terrible error now because everyone, instead of listening to the show, (laughs) is on YouTube watching Metal Dad do... uh... (laughs) Anyway, God bless him. Yeah. He did reply. Not everyone does. Did he? He replied to Isn't that lovely? He said, that's very exciting for you and... All that stuff, you know, polite, nice dad stuff is what he did. Well, did you get any good presents? <laughs> a stack of books to add to the unread stack of books. Uh, that's always good. <laughs> I don't think you need to read books. It's just nice to have them around. Yeah. I got pink pajamas. <laughs> I got pink sweater. I got pink fluffy slippers. I got pink satin rollers for my hair, and I got a chocolate fox marshmallow thing which I thought was to eat but it was actually to put in a hot chocolate drink and I ate it. It wasn't pink? No. Oh. Awkward. <laughs> but was it okay to eat? No. Not so really. you melt it, melt <laughs> it into me- hot you chocolate. Get, what are they called? They're like special melty, they're very millennial Gen like Z things. A, a bat, like a vulpine bath bomb. <laughs> Well, that leads to a lot of confusion, the whole bath bomb thing. Yeah. But I no, I was a bit desperate on the way home. And I thought, all oh, this chocolate I've drink. used that on tour <laughs> a few times. Not on the last tour, I can, I get, I'll get Pierre to vouch. Carry on. Not, not during the MBE year. No. Um, and I got desperate. But apparently, this chocolate is meant to be... Are you meant to place it in a mug and pour hot water over mm. it? And then the chocolate. The what do they got the idea for that from? <laughs> the chocolate fox will then explode, and okay. the marshmallows, and it will all be lovely. But I sort of think, why is it people react in horror when you say, "Oh, I ate it," but you're you're not meant to eat it, apparently, are no. you? Why not? Is it different chocolate? Well, when I was a kid, I ate a lot of jelly. 
but I don't mean in the bowl. Uh, I mean when it was in um, in its raw form. Okay. Now it comes in like a bar. Was yeah. it little squares? Yes. 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 And I'd say, you know, can I have a square of jelly? Because we can still make jelly with the remaining. And then you know what it's like? You have another square. Yeah. You have another. And then they've got you. So you're having was, sort of elemental jelly, like in its purest Yeah. State. And it's much chewier. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's not, um, it hasn't been watered down. Oh, I did get something else pink. I got a pink dog poo um, bag holder oh. from Gucci. Oh, that's nice. Fancy. That is yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. Do you mean holder as in when you have them in your pocket in anticipation, or holder as when you walk along carrying them, like you are paying the ransom for a 16th century nobleman? You know that. You know that thing when you're just walking along with a with a bag of poo. People without dogs think, "Whoa, that's yeah. why I don't have a dog," because you have to walk along with that little pouch of yes. poo. Yeah. And Sometimes. Swinging. Oh, and what about when you run into someone who you maybe, and this is very embarrassing, when you just see them and they haven't clocked the dog, especially not in my dog's case because he's very small, mm. and you're just forever that woman who smells vaguely oh, unpleasant. Yeah. Because you haven't found a bin yet. Yes. And you have the exchange and you're just thinking... Don't like, you not? Yes, of course I know, but sometimes the aroma escapes. Does it through a knot? I'm here to tell I you. I use it a does. Windsor. <laughs> Can't get through a Windsor, I tell you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, dear all, this is six one nine. I was at school with Martin Afire, always oh, known yeah. to all as pronounced Ophia. As soon as he made it big in rugby league, he became a fire. Yeah, which is what he, I went for. Surely, so he could therefore take the nickname Chariots afterwards. Right. He will always be a fear to me. Okay, yeah, I can see why if you're a rugby star, fire is more appealing than fear, isn't it? <laughs> I think he probably... I think the... What, didn't he have a nickname? Also, there was something to do with um, just, you know, fire and fury and... Yes, yes. And being powerful. Uh, although no, I like no. chariots. It's good. Chariots is a great Chariots nickname. at 1am. <laughs> that's what... That's what that should have been one of his... Um, that's what Notes. you're going to be getting. You'll be invited to those kind of receptions now. I don't right? think it uh, won't change me. It <laughs> won't change me, Bab. You'll, you'll keep working. Yeah, exactly. Did you see? I will stop talking about it in, probably uh, in September, maybe. Okay. But um, what about when Frank gave a statement? Did you read, Pierre? He said, oh, well, I'm in a very fortunate position. It won't go to my head because everyone I surround myself with uh, keeps me very firmly on the ground. Mm, did I say that? Yeah, something like that. Oh, I gosh. added tone. Uh, Why not? Yeah. Well, I, that was proved very correct. So, listen, for Christmas, here's my list. I got a notebook, uh, salt and vinegar flavoured pork scratchings, some gingerbread chocolate, and a Basildon Bond writing set. Oh. What do you think? Pretty good. Not a bad haul. More pens. I mean, what do I think? Yeah. I think it's oh, this, can I say, by the way? It's the sort that, of thing a seven-year-old tells you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Jane, with the, what do you think? I don't think a seven-year-old be happy with that list. Mm. They'd want an Xbox. Would they? Console. Is that what operation. they want now? Fortnite. Yes. They like that? Um, I got a lovely present from Jane Appleton from Leatherhead. 
Oh. I think I think she's either from Leatherhead or that's how she's generally known. <laughs> Maybe she's a Mexican wrestler, Jane Appleton. <laughs> but anyway, um, she or one of those very old people who live at the at the seaside. You know what I mean? Who yeah. get, who get like um, they look like they've they've been tanned. Um, so I, I was talking about the four collar pen and how it's changed my life. You know, when you pull, you slide down the collar. Mm. And she's uh, sent me a, a lovely uh, little gift pack of, four, of, I think it's three or four, and a big sort of, a big multicolour pen. That'll last me for the whole of 23. Thanks, Jane. Uh, and what do the uh, box say? Is this a new section on the show called what? Things I've Got Hot? Yeah. <laughs> what? Personal gift. Oh, yes, it said personal gift on the box, which Jane had written, I think. I like that, so it didn't get mixed up with and my business gifts. Yes. Whatever they well, we are. We have to say as well, uh, hashtag gifted, don't you? Do you know they do that on Instagram, Frank? Oh, yes. Celebrities, when they get freebies, oh. I think it's if you've got over 30,000 followers or something, you have to say, what is it? Uh, the producer will know, hashtag free hashtag gift. Hashtag ad, hashtag paid, paid. I was going to say, I've been using hashtag gifted for years. <laughs> I didn't realise it also meant that. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. What did Pierre get for Christmas is what I'd like to know. Well, he got a load of books. Oh, yeah, Name us one book. Yeah. Name us oh, one book. You don't uh, have to say the best because th- then you'll offend other people. Uh, David Sedaris Diaries. Up oh, till okay. Up till sort of almost modern day. Yeah. Okay. Almost almost contemporary. Lovely. Um, I think every year I get something Sedaris. Do you have different traditions on the Isle of Man? Yes, yeah. Um, there's. <laughs> did you go back to the Isle of Man? I did, yeah. Cause oh, my, my, my parents are still there, so I it go. It won't be called that much longer, will it? Why not? Oh, yeah. Isle of it's People. It's a bit on work, yeah. What will they call it? Now? Isle of the People. Um, Isle of Isle of everyone. Isle of Person. It would have to oh, be. Oh, yeah. It? Right. Yeah. Well, the, well, man is short for Mananan. which is what means what? Uh, it's a sort of the local votive Celtic god. Oh, okay. Um, what you're allowed to abbreviate the yeah. god's name? Yes. He's a bit. Uh, he's a bit cash <laughs> back. Uh, he's a bit Martin of Fire. He's a bit informal walkabout, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? The Isle local of, god. Yeah, Isle of Bob. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't approve of that. I don't want the RT for Artemis. What's he called? <laughs> What's he called? The god? Mananan. Mananan, and he's the god of the Isle of Man. Yes, and the sea. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't, what, what, what's his culture? What's his culture? Where does Neptune and all those fit in with him? Is he's, he an- he's technically Mananan Maklia, Leah being the real god of the sea, so he's the son of the god of the sea, so oh. Hercules figure. Okay, fair enough. But he's sort what, of a Herc? god as well? Herky. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's sort of Jamie Redknapp. Um, yes, yes, okay. that's how we think of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you've seen the runestones then. <laughs> Could have been the Isle of Jab. Oh, anyway, how was it? Good, windy and, and cold. Do you um, eat the same food as us on the Isle of Man? We try to. Okay. Can I say, I, I'm not a fan of Sidoris. Remember you took no. me to see him once. He didn't like it. No, well, he didn't, I've never he was, seen him live. He was doing is at the Edinburgh Festival, and my problem with him was that he didn't... I thought he was a famous wit, and he read from his book... But he didn't. There was no asides on, or it, only the only talking was him 
reading from his book. It was all totally scripted. Yeah. I felt a bit let down by Sidaris. I know, but you're very high bar, Frank. I mean, he can't be... He's not there. He's a writer. He's not there to do, you know, stand up. No, I know that. But you, know, you do know it, but I think, you, you know, you are very good at thinking on your feet. OK? But, you know, he's not all art. famous wit. Rit- written only. Yeah, Ritwit. He's, he's, he's a Ritwit. <laughs> incredibly damning term to make up. <laughs> I thought he was funny. Well, he's a Ritwit. He's a bit of a Ritwit, isn't he? <laughs> Sidaris. He sounds more like a god of the sea than uh, Mangum. Than man. man. Yeah, the man. man, as I call him. I don't think man. I think man needs to workshop the nickname as well. It's, been, yeah. it's a bit funny, isn't it? It must have Manny. been. Uh, Manny would have been better. Were people yeah. very offended when Mano Man was on the telly? <laughs> Yeah, I won't know right. what that is. <laughs> what? Can you explain Man O' Man? Man O' Man was a... Can I? I men, it was a sort of a... One of our friends... <clears> it was a classic example it. of... Um, it's all right when they do. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, men basically being chosen by uh, women. Sometimes they'd have their shirts off and I'll stuff. I'll tell you exactly they? what oh. happened. Chris Tarrant was the host. Yeah. And every week... I mean, you knew there was going to be trouble because it was set on... There was water everywhere. There was sort of a moat, wasn't there? And basically... It was like Sing. It was that... We're back to that water tank in Sing. The women would choose the men they liked and the men they didn't like. They had... The men were standing. It was quite humiliating. I don't think they had tops on, Frank. Yeah. And they had a number. It must have really hurt them because how they stuck the number on the chest, I don't know. But they would say no and they would push them in. To the water. Oh, they I see. Like okay. It was boiling water. Did she mention that? <laughs> just literally, you could see it bubbling <laughs> off. This is Chris Tarrant hosting. Yeah, Chris Tarrant. Yeah. Did he? Did he? If someone selected a particularly sexy man, would he say, "But I don't want to give you that"? And sort of <laughs> remove remove the man and suggest an even better one. Sadly, no. I think. It, I think it was an Island Man <laughs> God reference. <laughs> Well, they were sacrificed. Uh, well, them, then why do you think they were pushed the... into water? <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's... It all makes absolute sense. Obviously, yeah. it was that. They were men of man of... Well, we know the producer, Spencer, I think. He's one of our friends. Oh, he yeah. can tell us if he's listening. Well, friend, friend, stretch it. <laughs> oh, I've no, worked he's with him. He's a lovely boy. He's, I'm not saying he isn't lovely, but you know what I mean. Okay. Did I hear... Did I get a message from him about my MBE? <laughs> did I buffalo? <laughs> Apparently, I've been hearing, and I'll be, we're getting this in on Twitter. I mean, this news just in. The Venerable Bede got some stick on an episode. Martin Gardner's got in touch about this. Uh, when people contact you now, they, they always uh, refer to the MBE, which okay. I like. Um, the Venerable Bede got some stick on a detectorist's special. So if oh. we could get... Yeah, apparently he's been... I like that he's getting more prominence. You've made him... Oh, you've given him a little second wind. Do you think I've, uh, yeah, I've, 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 I've raised him up, the venerable bee. <laughs> <laughs> and we've also had um, eight zero five. Hold on, I have to say, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the uh, the detectorist special. I love the detectorists, um, but um, I should be sad if they've. Uh, that's one of those complicated moments when yeah. someone you love slags off someone you love. You know that. Yeah. I like that you felt you had to make no, an official. You know what I'm talking about, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we, we going to do? That's awkward, isn't it? What's that? 
was a whole Harry thing. I don't know what to do. Well, um, it'll uh, it'll work itself out. I've just been reading some stuff, coincidentally, about Edward VIII, you know, who um, abdicated. Mm, breaking mm. news. No, but he, uh, there's uh, so many comparisons. Yeah. Mm. It's really, uh, it's interesting. In case you don't know, he um, he quit the, uh, the throne because um, he could not go on, as he said, without um, the woman he loved, mm. who was, you know, American... Wasn't very popular. Divorcé. Twice divorcé. Oh. Mm. Apparently a morganatic marriage was suggested. Morganatic? Well, I just remember Presided that. Presided over by Piers Morgan. <laughs> 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 I don't think he'd... I don't know if uh, Megan would go for that, would she? <laughs> you could ask. It's no harm in asking. <laughs> a morganatic brackets live and unleashed marriage was yeah. suggested. What does that mean? A morganatic marriage, Pierre, you're going to have to help me out, but we did, I remember learning that in history. It's a kind of marriage, it's some special kind of marriage. I never did discover, I managed to get through history and I never quite discovered what it means. Mm. So there's a challenge. Well, one of our readers will know Don't for they? an absolute certainty. Do, do you know, Pierre? I think I know. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah, you think you, well, what do not... you think it means, Frank? I've never even heard of it before. I have no idea. Okay. So I'm not even going to try and uh, and guess. Okay. Do you want to have a guess, uh, Pierre? Come on, Pierre. Um, if it's like a sort of another way of saying matrilineal, where the children are, are seen to be part of the mother's house, not the father's, so they have no right to any titles. They inherit nothing oh. from the father's side. Okay. So it could be a way of excluding the awkward children from that. Or I'm did, not sure. Did, did Mrs Simpson have children from her previous marriages? No. I'm not sure. I don't think so. No. Famously, no. Back when okay. you could be called Wallace yeah. as a lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, they called him, his nickname was Grommy. And, that, <laughs> and that's, how the, that's how the Wallace that and Grommy, that's where it comes from. Yeah. No. No, he's correct. on Absolute Radio. Listen. That's not a very professional way to start the link, is it? Well, Listen. I would say this uh, beginning of this hour has been slightly lacking in professionalism. I mean, we started by going... Uh, yeah, I know. It's quite Rodney Dangerfield, sort of throat comedy throat clearing, sort of loosening the tie. Uh, does he do that? Oh, George Formby's uh, father, who was a musical performer, who um, had quite a bad... Hey, I hope we still got you with us, Gen Z. He had quite a bad chest thing just from poverty... And he used to <laughs> coughing well tonight. It used to be his catchphrase. But it was a catchphrase that had to happen because he did cough all the time because he was so. So it was um, retroactively necessary. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Listen. I'm still coughing. I'm never drinking. This yet. is my new catchphrase. Listen. Listen. I uh, reached across for the cup of tea that wasn't there. Sounds like the Frank Skinner MBE poetry podcast. Joe Duckett... <coughs> All right. ...has asked... This better not be a poem. <laughs> no, it's a, it's another um, congratulatory missive. But in answer to your question, Joe, no, I will not be curtsying whenever Frank enters the studio from now on. When did you last curtsy, Emily? Oh, it's like a name of a painting. Uh, when did you last bow, Pierre? Um, was it? Bow? It was at Buckingham Palace. Was it really? I think it was. Was it for Meghan Markle? 
I no, this was for the gar- a garden party, but I did it in a sort of vague because I wasn't sure whether I was I wasn't being directly introduced, but I felt as I was in the presence of Her Late Majesty, mm. I should do a vague gesture towards that. I see. I wouldn't be 100% certain of the curtsy and what you... I think, is it right behind left? I know exactly what to do. Okay. Because I saw Carol Vorderman uh, showing how it should be done. I think it was her on a TV show over the Christmas period. Okay. She did it so well. And did she offer a sort of mathematical geometric (laughs) analysis of how it was done? (laughs) I hope so. I don't know the last time I bowed. Karate lessons. When oh, I was sort okay. of 13 or something. <laughs> Fair enough. That's probably the last time. That used to be um, one of those facts that everyone knew, and I've never been completely convinced by, that something like 12 people a year in Japan are, are, are taken into hospital with bowing-related injuries. Oh, sort of lower back stuff. Or, or clash of heads. Oh, God, right, of course. I yeah. thought of that. <clears throat> Is that true? If anyone knows if that's true, I'd love to... Here. Did I get a cup of tea and I've drunk it? Or did I just not get one? Frank, you can't just do admin on air. Oh, like sorry. It went to be doing oh, look, the I show. need a cup of tea. How many hints okay. can I drop? Can I tell you something that happened over the Christmas period? I stayed in Dorset hmm. uh, with my dear friend Jane and her husband Jonathan and my godchildren. Uh, David Baddiel and family. Your godchildren, David Baddiel and family, <laughs> I had no idea. Is that allowed? They popped in, okay. which was lovely to see them. And I haven't seen David's son, uh, Ezra, for some time. Who's a big, handsome man now. Well, not only is he a handsome man, he's very cool, isn't he? I mean, he's... Well, he would be. Well, he's just so self-assured. And we love both of them. I mean, I'm a big uh, Dolly fan. But I I don't know Ezra so well. And I was a bit intimidated by how cool he is. Oh, right. He's just... He's so slick. What was the main sort of warning sign? The first sign of coolness? Of the coolness? Yeah. I'll tell you... And I'm not saying that David's not cool. What would you say to that, Frank? (laughs) Um... uh, I don't think he's particularly cool. Okay. He used to be cool. At least he can say that. <laughs> I've never no, been cool. it's just a yeah. sort of cool sort of band thing. He's just very... And he said to me, I went to take a photo of him with my dog Ray, because mm. he liked my dog Ray. And I took a photo and he said, oh, I'll have a look at that. Can you... Um... I said, oh, I'll send it to you. He said, oh, can you airdrop me? And because he was so cool, I sort of panicked and I didn't really know how to airdrop it. I think I could do that. Well, I normally can, but I panicked in the face of his coolness. Okay. So as I said, yeah, I'm just uh, uh, dropping you now, and I was actually googling how to airdrop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, airdropping is just you just well, do it the same, know, except you I, get that little circle go around. It didn't come up, and I forgot how to access it, and I panicked. <laughs> anyway, when I he got the picture, I'd cut his head off a little bit, mm. and I said, "Oh, I don't think it's." He's very- quite tall. Well, I said, I'm not sure it's very good, Ezra. Should we set up another one? We can take another one. You know what he said? Go on. He said, nah, it's a bit corporate doing that. Ooh. I love him. He's nah. right. Okay, and you won, you know, you won right. me over now. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was cool. Oh, God, be He's cool. cool. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, uh, my kid bars mm. um, had many beautiful presents um, 
the one that sticks in my memory is you know he's he's absolutely obsessed with um, rock <laughs> rock music he got a kiss waffle machine <laughs> Which makes waffles with the face of Gene Simmons, the long-tongued, blood-spitting, fire-eating bassist of uh, yeah. of uh, Kiss. Tongue in or out? Oh, very much out. Yes, yes. And, um, yeah, so we had several of those over the Christmas holidays. I hadn't had a waffle for ages. Now, does the waffle tongue... Jut out from the border of the waffle, or is it contained within it's the circle? It's raised. It's in relief. Certainly. Oh, I don't like that. But it doesn't disrupt the circle. No, it doesn't. Because well, once you close the lid, you couldn't have an extended 3D tongue. No. Speak for yourself. <laughs> no. You don't need to look like day one of uh, construction of the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I, I did. It's a uh, very enjoyable. Um, they're not. Um, they're not backward in coming forward when it goes to merch mm. kiss. Mm. You can get kiss almost Yeah, they've gone down the Pierre Cardin in the 70s route. Oh, is that what Pierre Cardin oh, it, did? It, yeah, you'll see, a lot of, um, you'll see a lot of stuff on markets with uh, Pierre's signature. Really? I, I think he sold his brand. Never sell your brand. Oh, my, it's PC gone mad. <laughs> I have to say, hearing the name Pierre said in any other context than addressing me directly gives me a real horrible jolt every time. Does it really? It just never happens. It's not a common oh, name. Yes. Apparently in France, it's a bit like being named Stanley. Okay. Or sort of Albert. Like, it's quite an odd... Oh, old fashioned. Yeah. Apart from our beloved Novelli, when you think Pierre, who do you think, Frank? Who sits in the Pierre chair Ooh, before our boy? A good one. Who's in the Pierre chair? I like the idea of the Pierre chair. <laughs> it sounds a bit uh, French. It sounds like a French word, doesn't it? Is it Trudeau? Oh, it could be Trudeau. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. Or Cardin. You decide. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Any famous Pierres, 8, 12, 15? <laughs> what about Brighton? Oh. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, we should we should we haven't talked about the news other than my own personal news, and there's a sort of a theme that has run through this show since it began. Was it 13 years ago? Yeah. We have um, we often keep an eye on the both ends of a particular world record, and mm. that is um, world's tallest man, world's shortest. I see. Man. I don't know why we've been very sexist with it. We never talk about the world's shortest or tallest women. Well, it's the men that talk about it the most. Funny that. Funny that, eh? It's not what you lot are like. (laughs) But, Um, uh, yeah. Ross Noble's a huge... He'll be gripped by this. It's one of his favourite things on the show. Is that right? Um, Yeah, he loves it. He's a tall tall lad, isn't he, Noble? Is he? Not really. Uh-huh. Yeah, take that. <laughs> Not like uh, Beanpole Bean Sulemana at <laughs> 29, as the son <laughs> called him. Can you believe that the son referred to a man, potentially the world's tallest man, as Beanpole? I just... Yeah. I, I mean, we've discussed this before, as it maybe even a potential feature, that sort of slightly infantilizing journalistic language where <laughs> it, it, tall people are bean poles and everyone is scoffing chocks and yeah, sort of beano, I, beano language. Yeah. Well, and they'll say things like when they refer to places like Hampstead, top people suburb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Top yeah. people. What do you mean by top people? And you also get tycoons. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> it's basically like Lord Snooty. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, Can we point out, Frank, so, just for some previous, just so that in case anyone doesn't know... Yeah, the tall. There is the tallest man on record. This is very much my area. World's shortest and tallest man was Robert Wadlow, Robert right. Pershing Wadlow. Right. I think he was eight foot eleven. I from think Illinois. Do you know who he is? He's Frank? no longer with us, is he? He's no, no, he's no longer with us. He died around the forties, I think. He died. There he's, was there been other ones. There was the tallest man of the Holy Roman Empire, Anton de Frankenpoint. Goodness. Do you not know Gosh, him? No. Oh, you really favorite. have studied this. He's my favourite, Frank. Do you not know about Anton him? Anton de Frankenpoint. How do you check the tallest man <laughs> in the Roman Empire? Holy. Holy oh, oh, sorry, the holy... Well, even so. Yeah, even harder. In a social way. media then was rubbish. <laughs> Various German scrolls. It could be, there could be, you know, hidden taller people all over they the Holy Roman Empire. They think he was the man... He reached eight foot, the only person wow. during that era. Mm. They know he died around 15... I mean, there weren't that many buildings that were that. <laughs> I mean, if he was inclined to peeping Tomery... He wouldn't, he wouldn't need any excess equipment. No, it's hardly peeping. Yeah, exactly. It's just what he sees. Just elbow, elbow on your windowsill. Say, say what you see, oh, yeah. Anton. <laughs> no! Don't do that, Anton. Was it Anton? Anton do Frankenpoint. Yeah. Hair Frankenpoint. <laughs> oh, Hair Frankenpoint was at my window this morning. Oh, God. I wouldn't mind, but he knows I've got a morganatic marriage. <laughs> Is it morganatic? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well remembered, Frank. Yeah. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So, Beanpole Sulemana, I, I don't know his surname. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly his surname. Sulemana, um, I think, is, is it Abdul, I think, maybe in there? Samed. Okay. Sulaiman or Abdul Samed, but you know what we can do for convenience, Frank, is call him Awuchi, which means let's go. That's his nickname he likes to be called. Oh, okay. Hmm. I told uh, you I And he's Ghanaian, is that right? Correct. So he got measured um, at a clinic in Ghana as nine foot six, which would blow a hole in the official um, world's tallest man. Well, so, doctors, doctors estimated his height, and it's never good to hear an estimation from a doctor, <laughs> I find. No. The official world's tallest man is currently Sultan Kozen. Yes. Okay. We haven't said well, that. He no, is, okay. How tall is he, Frank? He's about 8'11", is he? Is that right, Pierre? It's three. Oh. Oh, I love Shorty. <laughs> Robert, Robert uh, was it Wadlow? Yes. He still reigns supreme. Okay. Is that him? He's the big mannequin in Ripley's Believe It or Robert Not. Robert Pershing Wadlow, yeah. He's, he, Ripley's is where... Pershing's is a bit of an unfortunate uh, middle name. Is it? Pershing's? You, well, uh, I associate it with the... US World War One general. I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh, and the missile. Yes. Named after him as well, yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, so, yes, they estimated it. Um, they hadn't got... on, Not oh, unreasonably, okay. they hadn't got a scale that went up past about yes. seven feet. Fair, fair enough. Which yeah. was fair enough. <laughs> Although, um, there is a thing that you can do, isn't there, with a protractor, when you can... It's, if, if you know the two sides of a 
triangle, you can calculate the other side. I always thought that was absolute rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We did that in math. Pythagorean sceptic. Absolute uh, rubbish. They would say, "Oh, if you carry on it's from about here." Time someone spoke out <laughs> about <laughs> Pythagorean <laughs> mathematics. I'm absolutely think it's just completely. You know, we all have to keep our mouths shut because of you know the woke thing with Pythagoras. There's been a conspiracy of silence. I'll tell you what it is, Frank. It's uh, PT gone mad, is what it is. It is. And they say, oh, if you extend this, will it? How will we know? Well, I think if you, you know, if you know that the two sides of a of a triangle. Like you say if it was a building, I could tell you how tall the building was by working out the other two lengths. That's right, isn't it? Right angle triangle. Well, yeah. that's what they said. Well, it presumably represents a right angle. Yes, um, as long as he's standing Paul, up straight. Being Paul Sullivan. What I liked was Sultan Kozen, his response to this. He was mm. furious. Yes. Absolutely livid. To be fair, if you've been properly measured and that, and someone's saying, oh, yeah, yeah with looks, a protractor from someone's pencil case. <laughs> you think there might have been a snake nearby in Ghana? What? You know how snakes are supposed to do that thing if they're going to eat you? They sometimes they'll lie next to a sleeping man and make sure that he fits in them before they. I like really? sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. This is uh, God. Have I made this up? No, you haven't. So if a man is sleeping and someone will say, um, "I don't want to worry you, Craig, but um, there's a snake lying next to you, obviously." seeing if you'll fit inside him. Yeah, it's sort of like a sort of tailor. You know, I, I don't know about you, but like say sometimes if I'm buying a T-shirt, I think, oh, I can't be bothered to try this on. I'll just hold it against me. Mm. It's, that's, it's, that's what the snake does. I do it with my dinners. Sort of hold, hold them up against my chest. And <laughs> think, well, yeah. yeah, well, that fit. <laughs> yeah. They've no, but they don't stories do much... about snakes that haven't eaten for days and the owners have been worried. Is that right? And then they go to the vet and the vet, as in a lot of these stories, always says, are you mad? That snake is clearly sort of weighing you up. It's preparing right. itself to, to eat you. Yeah. yeah. And you get the famous pictures of... Um, a, a snake with a big lump in the middle and it's at a goat. Yes. And it's mm. just waiting for it to digest. Like, um, you know those... You know when your duvet goes into, like, one section of the duvet cover? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like that. I hate that. It's one of my worst things. Absolutely one of my worst things. So, yeah, you'd think that they could have got a snake. Um, maybe they don't come that long either. No. I'm going to ask, I nearly said to Pierre, what's the longest snake in uh, oh, Ghana? Know. But that's too, much. that's too much, even for him. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Skinner. Absolute radio. So Sultan Kozen has been challenged... This is the official world's tallest yeah. man. <clears throat> ..by yeah. um, Suleiman Abdul Samed, a.k.a. Awuchi. Yeah. <laughs> and Sultan responded, he didn't take this lying down... He doesn't take no, anything lying down. Yeah, it would seem a shame if there's a photographers around. <laughs> the Sultan said, I have the biggest feet in the world. I wear size 61 shoes. Mm. And then he continued, which I think is fabulous, my records are registered, I am world cultural heritage. Mm. Did you say that when you got your MBE? I didn't. I believe the definition of a world heritage site is um, of outstanding value to humanity. <laughs> I think it would be a bit of boastful. Yes. 
I actually got to do some uh, material about that when I was in Liverpool on tour. I don't know if you were still with me then, Pierre, on tour. But I got to do some anti-UNESCO material, which is not something that crops up very often in stand-up. But they had um, taken away Liverpool's World Heritage Site status, which had not gone down very well, obviously, with uh, the citizens. You got to stick it to UNESCO. Yeah, they've been asking for it for a long time. So one thing that the official Sultan, the official uh, world's tallest man, said... I, and I quote, I will not lose my record to anyone. I'm determined about it. <laughs> now, I've always been a great champion of determination. <laughs> How much it helps with this particular <laughs> title, I don't know. Could I, by sheer eyes on the prize willpower, make yeah. myself the world's tallest man? Would no. That- well, that's it. Suleimana was, was sort of saying that maybe I'll get it one day as well. Yeah. Yes, he did say. But how old is he? He might still be growing. He's 29. When... He isn't still growing. <laughs> he says he is. Well, he might. I, think I he, believe he is. I think he has a growth illness. Maybe mm. that goes on forever. Maybe that's right. Maybe that's what he meant. He mm. said because they sent someone out to officially measure him. There was yes. a BBC reporter. What did he say when the at passport control? And they said, "What is your purpose of your visit?" <laughs> yeah, and why have you got? I'm measuring the Why map. have you got this twenty foot tape measure with you? Is Are that- you planning to eat someone? <laughs> no, but what, measuring the, the world's the tallest man. The great story about this. Anderson man. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about it, he was a BBC reporter, I think, yeah. who went there, and they couldn't. You know when you. When you measure a kid and you put the mark on the wall and then you measure... They couldn't find a building high enough for ages to put his mark on the wall. I mean, God. No wonder Kevin Spacey got that usual suspect's job ahead of uh, Suleiman. Yes. It, you, you need that wall if measure. If they couldn't find a wall high enough, imagine poor Anton Dufranco. Oh, man, he's been in big trouble. <laughs> He's got big feet, of course, as well, Suleiman. Yes, uh, size, I don't know what size. I do know. What, what size is, 61, UK size. So just for uh, comparison. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was the official one that's got 61. That is official. Sultan Cozen is the official. I'm going Suleiman. Oh, oh Suleiman's not official. I'm no. afraid... Suleiman's the challenger. I'm, I'm afraid the world's largest feet belong to someone else entirely. Oh, it's you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what size? I'd put my feet up on the desk in triumph, but I wouldn't want to injure anyone. <laughs> no, it's what a, size are you? Just I'm like... size, UK size 12. Oh, that's not so bad. OK, so by comparison, Sultan is UK size 26. Oh. OK. Oof. Oh, OK, so not 61. 61 in European. Oh, OK. Mm. Oh, so not so... <laughs> I'll tell you what would worry me about that. One thing that really winds me up is if I'm in a queue, yeah. people always seem to think that I'm the one that they want to squeeze. You know when you walk through a queue to get yeah. somewhere else? They always say to me, excuse me, and I think, why is it always me who, they have, who has to move in a queue? Do I just look like that weak, <laughs> lily-livered guy who's all right? <laughs> If you've got size 61 feet, it's like a gateway to those people. (laughs) You're constantly going to be the person they walk in front of in the queue. They're never sure if you're actually wanting to use the cash machine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
And as for um, Suleiman, he wears um, he wears he wears shoes made out of tyres. Yes. Because his feet are so big. Well, they can't. He can't get shoes to fit him, so no. they make them with nails. A but local they, man yeah. makes them with nails. And they out of. Um, I mean, to be fair, it's really size old tyres, but yeah. I, yeah. I, I wish when he's outgrown them, he'd stop um, leaving them at the side of motorways. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, litter bog. We've been talking about famous pierres. Mm. Well, we haven't because we couldn't think of any. Yeah. Well, we've got one here. We had a few. We had yeah. Pierre Cardin. Oh, yeah. Off air, I thought of Albert Pierre Point, the world's yeah, last hangman, which wasn't quite as pushing Not quite it. right. No. no. Well, um, someone suggests uh, the footballer Pierre van Hooydonk. Oh, yes. But. Uh, Will you allow that? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> famous. Will you allow Pierre Emerick Aubameyang? I won't these days. Well, I'm concerned. I think I could be completely wrong that he might be hyphenated. He strikes me as hyphenated. In which, in which case, you, well, you could then say his first name was Pierre if he's if he's tacked it onto something else. No, okay. that's it. We don't count the Jean Pierres or the no. No, those guys. Um, we've got a, a message in regarding my comment about how the name is perceived in France, from what I've been told. Uh, from uh, 9848 my father-in-law was called Pierre Guy as in Guy okay. and he preferred to be called Guy because he thought Pierre sounded common sorry Pierre happy new year <laughs> Minnie and Nick see I always <laughs> assumed it sorry is it Peter have I got that yeah. wrong it yeah. is Peter okay. I love Guy a Guy you see the only other Guy I know is Guy Goma do you know who he is no he was the man who was uh, interviewed on BBC News. They mistakenly thought he was oh, an employee yes. of Apple. Oh, yes, yes, of course. And he wasn't. Ghee is also a type of butter, just to clarify. Lovely. Well, just to clarify, I got it. I was a little late, but I thank God I got it before the in-breath. You've got to get a joke before the in-breath. That's my, uh, that's my <laughs> slogan. I own a faz. Do you? In Where do you keep it? <laughs> next to yours. Okay. In the, next to your MBE. In the theme of Metal Dad, mm. I just went onto the Royal Mail website to track a parcel. Lovely. Mm. And discovered they are selling Iron Maiden special stamps and collectibles, yes, well, including a signed framed stamp for £139. Well, we've already pre-ordered a... Uh, you can get them cheaper than that. You can get them for about 17 You can with your connections now. I don't have any connections with the Maiden. Well, you have connections with the people on the stamps. The new lad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What about the new lad on the stamps? You know him, Frank. New you said kid to, on the stamps. You said to Charles, what about if you see Will him? Will he do a The sing- last time you saw him, you said, what did you say? You said, I beseech you. I did, yeah. Can you remind us what you said? <laughs> no, well, he said he'd been reading comments on his um, iTube, on the iTube, YouTube channel. Yeah. And I said, I really, I, I beseech you, because he's a prince. I yeah. don't do that. I really felt, I thought I had to be protected from yeah. doing that. It does that, need to be. Because that would be some horrible stuff. I'm hoping he'll bring out a single in about 20 years called uh, I'm Still Charlie on the Stamp. <laughs> like um, I'm Still Jenny on the Block, saying that he's managed to stay down to earth throughout <laughs> that, his reign. That warning might have been the start of your journey to... 
It to, might have been. You know, because in the in medieval times, protecting the the heir to the throne from harm would guarantee you some sort of <laughs> la- some land or. I think that's what it is. I think he said, "Do you know every stinking time, and no one mentions it, and Frank Skinner did." Yeah. I think he's kept that in his head and thought, I like him. Yeah, and you leapt between him and a rude comment online. He's yeah, obviously that's a fan. It. I yeah. took a, yeah, like um, laying down a cloak for Elizabeth I, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, let, let me block that troll for you, Melania. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine the stuff he's likely to read if he starts reading comments? Oh, oh, no. Oh, don't One. don't pull that embroidered thread. No, exactly. <laughs> Especially not when you get your award. No, well, I won't be bringing that up. I'll be too busy asking him on behalf of the Catholic Church if we can have our old churches back. Oh, don't bring that up. <laughs> spirit of wokeness. Ruin the day for everyone. Thanks for listening to us. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.